And just like that, the second podcast of the month has begun. Uh, Who needs opening ukulele music? Who needs that when I got myself? Let me see if I can give you the beginning music I would normally have on. Do 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 special points if you know what movie that opening title music is from. Uh it's pretty uh it's pretty uh Obscure. Obscure. Not totally obscure, but pretty obscure. I got my Mike's Hard Lemonade. And uh, it's from Leftover from St. Patty's Day. Hope everyone had a great St. Patty's Day. Uh, Tonight, we're going to have on returning guest Daniel Wilson. (sighs) Returning guest. And uh, looking forward to talking to him. Um, should be a good one. And uh, I'm sure my secretary will be a big flirt. And I always remind her that he is taken. And she doesn't need, she just doesn't care. She'll flirt with anyone that comes through the door. So, uh, lots to discuss. A lot of going on, a lot of going on in the entertainment field. Um, um, just a whole lot of stuff. Um, Disney as, uh, boy, they are having a big, uh, big meltdown. It's, it's bad. It's bad over there. Um, <laughs> um, I haven't watched the third season of the Mandalorian yet, but I'm hearing not so good things. Unfortunately. Okay. How we got here? We got D-Don. There he is. Now, so right. Smooth. Nice and smooth entry there. Uh, Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. For sure. No problem. How did it go? It was a great day. Yeah. Yeah. Got lots of love. Talk to some people that I haven't talked to in a while, and that always feels good. Excuse me. Oh, hold on. (laughs) That Mike's Hard Lemonade's uh, finding its way into different parts of my throat. It shouldn't be in. Um, That's awesome. That's great. So, what what, what did you do? What did you eat? Where did you go? Um, I worked and I was close to home. Mm, yeah. It was a five minute drive away, which was nice. Yeah. That's sweet. Kind of a tough assignment. And then I've been working, I've been working a lot, got a bunch of calls, had a few weird, crazy little, uh, fires to put out, which are so strange that it all happened on 
uh, today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, but, but pretty basic. The the one thing I'll say, it got up past 80 degrees here in Phoenix, which was nice. Mm-hmm. And starting to feel that heat. But right. still a long way to go uh, to 120, you know. Things are starting to heat up slowly. Um, so I always try to, I you know, this, like last year I didn't do it, but and I kicked myself for not taking the day off for my birthday. Did you forget to take it off for your birthday or just like, ah, what the heck, I'll work? I really was okay with working because yeah. things have been slow lately. Okay. So I'm just like, take whatever I can get now. And now it's uh, speeding up, which is great. So back to the old grind. Mm-hmm. And uh, the one thing I did do this morning was wake up at sunrise and go to the park with Vincent. Mm-hmm. My yep. dog. Um, the adventure dog. Exactly. He, <laughs> he's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's look, he looks so, from what I get from his photos... He seems pretty laid back. Seems he seems like a going with the flow kind of dog. That's the so. vibe I get from him. You know, That's I could be correct, wrong. Correct vibe. Yeah. He's really good. He stays. He stays close to us. Yeah. So he never he never runs off. He always obeys. So we basically, if we can, we just let him do his thing. Let him run around off leash, depending on where we were. Mm-hmm. where we are and then you know if we need him we just call him and he comes right away so yeah super cool um super gentle playful the only time he gets a little worked up is if like if omina and i are playfully attacking each other just to get him riled up he'll protect the he'll, he'll protect the the victim so if, if I like fake attack Omina, like grab her arm and make some noise, he'll come after me. Mm-hmm. Vice versa, if she does that to me, he'll go after her. And even uh, at the dog park, when a bigger dog starts bullying a little dog, he'll go after the bigger dog. No kidding. That's yeah. something. Yep. <laughs> or the little dog. I mean, he just he goes after the the aggressor. He doesn't yeah. like violence, so he, he's. But if I if I go after him, he's he uh, he gets scared. But as soon mm-hmm. as someone else is attacked, it's like he becomes fearless. Yeah. So How funny! What a funny little personality he's got. It's great. Yep. Yeah, man. Um, so how are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I cannot be touched. My mood cannot be touched. You know about my car business, right? I sent you the, uh, you know, the pictures from that, <laughs> and I did a little eight-minute podcast kind of about, about cars. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that was my last one at four in the morning. I did a late night with Hambo there, and uh, it's uh, my a buddy of mine called me up. He said, "Hey, I listened to that last podcast. Are you all right?" <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna do anything drastic, are you? I go, no. <laughs> yeah, your 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 car is in the shop, and yeah, it's been car. in the shop for about a week. And oh, uh, what happens, or what happened? I was pulling into the parking lot at, at the car wash just to ma- you know do some maintenance on my car, throw some stuff out, clean it up, 
you know, look over the engine, make sure nothing's leaking, that kind of stuff. I, yeah. I, I make it a point to try to do that, do that every week. And I was getting over, um, traffic was a little tight. It was busy as rush hour. I get over and I, you know, I, I slowed down, but maybe I was going a little bit faster than I usually would. I, it's hard to really tell, but there's a light, there's a slight curve mm-hmm. when you pull into the parking lot. So when you're making a right, you're going to go up a little bit of a, of a bump. And when I went up, I hear this big explosion, like, like oh, shoot, my tire popped, right? So I stop it, I get out, and there it is. It's like... <laughs> tires out the rims out at this odd uh angle uh i guess 45 degree angle i guess you would call it um and i'm just looking I'm like oh shit because that's never happened to me before and that just it just looked like like a major thing and i'm like damn it because like you can't you know i try driving it a little bit further up to park it no mm. it was just going to do more damage i'm like yeesh so I'm like, I'm lo- I was lucky that it happened right next to the mechanic I usually I, I go to all the time. So in that respect, I was lucky. And uh, so I go over there and I, I flag him down. And he, 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 we kind of both rush out to check it out. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, I've never, he's like, that's crazy. You know, pretty much yeah. to paraphrase him. And uh and I go, you guys just checked it. Did you see any signs that it was going like the this in the you know in the area this happened? He's like, no, because I just got my muffler fixed, and that was a three hundred dollar affair. And before that, I got a sense the sensor replaced, another three hundred bucks. So it's six hundred dollars I just put into it. And I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, yeah. you know who know you know this is gonna be some money, you know. And it's like, ugh, just your heart sinks into your stomach because it's like you know it's gonna. This going to cost you, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, so he was able to, I was kind of in, in semi shock and he's like, well, just, uh, give me your keys and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll haul it into the, into the shop somehow. And they were able to do that, uh, hopefully without damaging it further. But, uh, so it's been about a week and it's still, you know, in the parking lot there in the back. So I don't know. What uh, uh, they were supposed to let me know what was going on by now, but uh, trying to be patient and give them the benefit of the doubt. And it's just, mm, yeah. what's worse is that you know, you know, your mind's always wandering. You know, you don't know what to expect, how much it's going to be. So you're always in that state of, well, what's happening? It, what's happening yeah. with it? You know, that's mm-hmm. why it's good to be. You have to be very zen in life about everything. You have to be very like. Because there's going to be times in life we don't know stuff. We just don't know what an answer to something. We'll feel anxiety about it the whole week if we let it get to us. We can't. You can't. You have to be like, you know what? The universe has everything, you know, or everything's going to work out. Have a positive attitude about it. And I'll just take action. Whatever the problem is, I'll take action. It'll be overcome just like it always does, you know, to be very positive about stuff. Because otherwise your mind will just be eaten up and you won't get anything done. You'll just be in constant anxiety about things. Yeah, I mean, you can't control what happens to you. You can only control how you handle it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's the secret. 
And uh, and that's uh, that day when I was walking home. Luckily, I, I lived pretty close by, and uh, that's what's nice about you know Michigan and the Detroit uh, area is that there's always a car place. Throw a rock, and there's a car place. You know, mm-hmm. so that's one good thing about it. And so <laughs> I was walking home, and I started you know I started laughing. I go, I started laughing. I go, this is so over the top. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not gonna. It's not ruining my day. This is just one kind of bad thing during the day. It's not ruining my whole day. Go today is amazing. It's incredible. You know, it was badass. It was badass. That's awesome. You know, yeah, yeah. And and it, I wasn't defeated the whole day. It was it was a bummer. Sure, I acknowledged it. It was a bad feeling, but it didn't ruin the whole day because I put that spin on it. I'm not I'm not gonna. No, it's awesome. It's all good. Can't you can't crush me with something like this? You know. Mm-hmm. So, hell yeah, yeah. So, other than that, it's fine. You know, I'm still getting some things done, um, but uh, you know, I'm just grateful that uh, you know I, I I got a ride to work and uh, and all that, and was able to finish out my week at least and, and make a little bit more, make some money again, so I can you know pay it off and all that kind of kind of crap. And this is why you have the emergency fund. Yeah, you know this is why you have a car emergency fund. Everybody that listens, you must uh, you must take at least ten percent out of your paycheck, put it in the emergency fund, build up a six six month or more fund for for the for the bull crap that happens, you know, in life. And then I put a little bit uh, a little bit more away in my savings just to save up for some some kind of asset down the line, you know, and then I put a little bit in investing, you know, some ETFs, yada, yada. And then uh, once I get enough in the emergency fund, I'll switch it, save a bit more and put a lot more in investments and all that. But that's a big one. They never really, nobody really hammers that in, but they should, this should be taught like, Hey, you need a, a lot of money saved up for emergencies. Yep. For holy crud, I got fired for some kind of weird reason, laid off, what have you. And, uh, you know, here's some money that you can go get some food or you can go get uh, whatever you need for, to fix something, you know. Uh, because that's just not, it's not hammered into us at all. It's just, you might hear a little hint of it. Oh, you should put a little bit of money away. And then, uh, you know, that was like 20 years ago. <laughs> right. That's all they get. It's important. It's really important, you know. But uh, anyway, it's your birthday. What else did you do today? <laughs> no, nothing, bro. That was it. It it flew by. It was it was nice. Got a lot of love from family and friends, and uh, that's all I need. What's all I need. well? I'm not going to go into names here, but um. What did you eat? I had a breakfast, which was basic. It was just, I had a salad with eggs and uh, some toast. Just, that's what we had. So we made it. Amina and I each had some. Mm -hmm. For dinner, she made like a a pesto chicken pasta. Mm. I love pesto chicken. It's great stuff. Yep. Yeah, it was. It was really good, and I stuffed myself, 
and uh, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was stoked, even though it was kind of just a Frankenstein dish she put together. Nothing, just using up what we have, uh, but it worked out. It turned out. I think I don't know if she used like this art artichoke sauce she has. I think so. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure, but it was good. Always good. But yeah. to your point about uh, about money, you know, I read this book called "You Need More Money." Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. the, the majority of the book was it's by this guy named Matt Monero, who I yeah. I had no idea who he was, but I heard and you know who Grant Cardone is. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, he did an interview with Grant Cardone, and so I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna read that book because at the time I had real bad money problems, like I was always in the red zone. So right, I was gonna see if this guy could get my head straight. This was like 2016, mm-hmm. and the whole book was like how his brother, I think it was his brother, um, successful guy, ran his own business. Uh, but his his uh, his books weren't as good as everyone thought. So he didn't have as much money as everyone thought. Mm-hmm. Then boom, heart attack, dead. He didn't have life insurance, and his fan he had a family with like three kids or something and a wife, and they realized they had no money. And so it was this story about how he ended up taking care of them. And his his brother handled it. Matt, the author, handled, took care of the family. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, he, like, wow. basically goes through. One of his big points is, like, if you have a family, buy as much life insurance as you can afford. You're right. Yeah. But uh, all these other, he goes through all these other reasons why you need more money. You need to start getting as much money as you can because you're going to have all this stuff come up and you're going to need more. So take it serious. And, you know, I, I that's pretty much all I remember was the life insurance bit, but yeah. pretty motivational. And from that point, I was like, I let it influence me. So in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try, mm-hmm. try to take it seriously, try to get rid of excess, you know, waste. Which, yeah, wow, I I recently got rid of a lot of excess waste just going through all my transactions. Uh, the yeah. year end quick book, Quicken. I did Quicken. Okay. I got rid. It was like over 150 bucks per month of unused subscriptions that. I yeah, you had a lot of subscriptions. You were telling me about that. So. I think mm-hmm. that was the. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but it was a lot. I think it was over 100. And um, just unused subscriptions. Like maybe I used it, but some of them I just completely forgot about. Like apps where you use the app and then it starts the subscription and you're like, what? What the hell? And like uh, ESPN, you got to pay 90 bucks a a year just to be a member so you can can order UFC fights. Okay. Which there was a time and place where I was really into it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's fun to have to be able to watch. You didn't have to pay for the UFC separately, did you? Or was yeah, that you got to pay. For, 
it's just the the paid price to have the privilege to order the oh, paper. Really? Yeah. Not even discounted. No, for I the, mean uh, you're not going to order. You're not going to order the pay per view if you don't have the ESPN. Oh gosh, they get you that way. Yeah. Oof. And now I realize, like, it's if I was in a situation back, like back in 2016, 2017, that was mm-hmm. a time when. I lived with people other mm-hmm. than, you know, Omina. And we would get together and watch fights. It was a fun thing. Like, let's, you know, have a, make a, a night of it. Let's get together, have some food, watch the fights. So it made sense. But yeah. now I just realized you can watch all those fights for free on YouTube the next day if you know how to search. And all I mean is knowing how to search is you type in the fight name and then – in on your filters, you put uh, date of upload instead of instead of like uh, what would be the opposite. Just like most, let's see here. I'm gonna, I need to know exactly. I'm going to YouTube. If I search UFC, just for an example, and then I go to filters. Yeah, upload date. So then I just do uh, upload date. Like, in, if you do upload date mm-hmm. instead of the default setting, yeah. usually someone put the full fight up, and it's you know it's going to get removed eventually. But but you can always find it. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So you think that's a good thing for people to have? Is that quick and like? Not only for your subscriptions, but for everything that you you're paying, and it, it acts as like an overall spreadsheet to look at all your expenses and your quicken. Yeah, big time. If you can keep up with it, I'm already in March, and it's at the end of March, and I haven't. I did this all in February, where I did all of 22 for my tax documents. Yeah, um, but what? It was what we were able to do is just quantify our spending. Yeah, uh, your and, budget. I and guess. then it makes you realize, like, holy shit, uh, yeah. how much I spent on food. Or the big one for us was restaurants. Yeah, right. And you're like, you just you you can't do this anymore. It's bad for you, one. Mm-hmm. And it's expensive. Yeah. Service. I mean, I I like paying for service when I get it, but it adds up, man. It adds up. If you're eating out all the time and tipping twenty percent on your forty dollar, mm-hmm. fifty dollar meal, and you're doing it a couple times a week, like oh yeah, you can't keep up. Absolutely. Yeah, man. But I was doing it at a time where money was coming in, and that's dangerous because you get like, used to that. That's what it is. Yeah, but it's like you're not – you don't realize how much it adds up to. Like mm-hmm. even if you're making some money, at the end of the year, if 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 someone says, here, here's 2500 bucks, if you just be a little bit more disciplined, here's a check for 2500 bucks. I'll be like, yeah, I'll be a little more disciplined. <laughs> yeah. I'll take the 2500 <laughs> right? That's like uh. – and they go spend it on some food and go eat it. <laughs> right. <laughs> go pig out a year's yeah. worth of feast. 
<laughs> 300 pounds later. Yeah, that was a good 2,500. Yeah. Every ate every bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, you know, when I was in sales back in 2000, you know, uh, 12 to 2015, yep. around that time, uh, I go out eat, out to eat quite a bit because you know, I'm on the I was on the road a lot, and not only that, it was kind of part of our little company culture to go out and eat at Chipotle uh, yep. or um, or what have you, like the the finer fast food joints, sure. and 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 have some food, and that was a big part of the social uh, norm of like, hey, let's go talk about whatever business video games, movies, whatever, and let's just, you know, have some food and go out. And that became such a thing, such a habit, um, that it's just like, it was hard to get away from just doing that to like, okay, you know what, I need to go get some grocery food and bring it into the hotel with me to make sandwiches or something, you know, which I ended up doing. But still, at the end of the day, you're on the road a lot. There's really no getting around it. It's really hard to not eat fast food or at a restaurant once in a while. And, yeah, because you're tired. You know. you're, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're out of your you're out of your routine. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. Yeah, and then like trying to like everything comes in plastic, and you know it's just so easy. That's what it is. It's the convenience. Yeah, it's convenience. You know, uh, but yeah, um, did you have, did you have a birthday cake or anything today or any kind of dessert? No, I specifically said no. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm Good trying to, I'm trying to, <clears throat> I'm trying to take back your health. All right. That was the name <laughs> of my, uh, that was the name of my London real company. Uh, speaking of take back your health, you're telling me about the time when you went back to London Real, the the website. Were you able to get back into that? Yeah. Okay. So I don't think I'll be able to get that. back in now. Maybe I maybe I maybe I just have to reset my password. But I had to re. What do you call it when you totally wipe your computer clean and then reboot Windows? Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to do that, and I had my London Real saved as a bookmark, and I just click on it and get in. So I don't know how to get back in now, but I'm sure it's easy. Well, yeah, I was able to get back yeah. in, and okay, I, I I like those modules. I do. I think yeah. there was something to them, but I just we don't have to get back into this topic. Yeah. Well, we'll just we'll just say there's an aggressive energy to it. Yeah, I think that was good for us at the time. Um, a sense of urgency. Um, but yeah, we don't have to get back into the topic. No, um, I, yeah, yeah, we don't. I'll just finish by saying I did love those first like three weeks of it. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy that. That was great. Yeah. It was just extremely anticlimactic. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're like, you're watching this, get a good movie. It's got a good, great beginning, hooks you. Second act, okay, you still, where's the head? And then the, the final act, you're like, and uh, that's, that's that, too bad. That yeah. sucks. That sucks. 
I don't know what that was. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, anyway, moving on to the next topic. Um, anything? Uh, anything in the paranormal news? Anything well, I interesting? Just, I was watching a. I was watching a Jimmy Church interview. Fade to black. If you're in the UFO YouTube world, oh. you might get you might get Sounds a suggestion familiar. to watch some fade to black. I like fade to black. I was way more into it like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, paranormal. You want to talk about the paranormal? Where the hell did the last five years go? I have no idea. Like I look in the mirror now and I'm like, what the hell? Did That's paranormal. A portal? Yeah. Because I don't remember the last five years. It was like a blink of an eye. Well, I think we might have talked about this before. I, I say, you know, when you get out of school, you know, and when you're just working the, the, the FTJ, the full-time job, it all kind of blends in together. It's all, it's, it's like a time warp. It's, it's bad. That's why, that's why we, we do have to do things in our lives that mark a certain, oh, this was interesting. I did something different. Like, oh, oh, I did open mic on this day, or I did, I achieved this, this day, or I went there that day that I had never gone to, you know, you do, you do that, that really, because it just becomes all the same when you're just working and working and working, it, it's, it is, it's just the same old thing, you know? So. Yeah, it all blends together. Milestones. Like in school, you you always had some kind of thing that if I could just finish this semester, yeah, you know, that's going to be significant. I'm going to have this uh, class done, this requirement. I won't have to mess with that anymore. You know, that I can concentrate on my graph design class or whatever. These are milestones. Um, uh, you know, one of the things that I like about being an artist is that I, if I do, if I finish a comic uh, or if I finish a short film, that's significant. You know, that's a lot of work. It, it's something to show for it and be like, that's kind of a, that's my stake in the, uh, and in, in, in the in the universe right there now yep. uh, for as long as that'll last and uh so that that's something you know um but i don't know it's can you fully prevent it i don't think so you know it's like because we're we're chasing we're ultimately we're kind of we're still chasing externals you know things that are outside of us and it's like those things are never going to fulfill us totally yeah. Um, so I think again, our inner satisfaction, we kind of need, we need to appease that our, our spirit, our, uh, mental being, um, a peace of mind, a sense of accomplishment for sure. You know, these are all things that your innerness needs to be appeased, not the outerness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I think you got it. Yeah, man. But but uh, well, what I was going to say is that they were talking about Bigfoot. And maybe you already knew this, but I didn't know this, that a common occurrence when people are in Bigfoot ter- territory is that rocks come from nowhere. 
Right. Rocks. Yeah. I know. Like rocks come flying at you out of, out of nowhere in the middle <laughs> of the woods. So it made me think of you. Yeah. I, that's why I wish I had turned my head faster that day. But I was such in a state of shock. Like, I, 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 what was that? First of all, what was that that hit my car? Second of all, was that a rock? And did that, where did it hurt the car? And then, then I look out, you know. Oh, it's quite a few moments, but who knows? If I had looked to my left quicker, who knows what I would have saw? Because um, it certainly was not a person. I can tell you that because to this day, every time I walk up that street, there's nobody there. There's nobody throwing stuff. There was nobody in that area around that time that would be causing a ruckus like that. It's not that kind of neighborhood at all. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so, so strange. And I'm just thinking, it takes a lot of energy. It's a, it was a heavy rock. You know, I still got it in my car. Yeah, I, you know, I transferred it to my car. Because <laughs> it's like, this will go down in infamy in my life. This is the weirdest thing that's probably ever happened to me, you know. Yep. So far, you know. Um, but yeah, um, what was I watching? Oh, I was watching... I know I finished up the big. I finished up the Bigfoot class for David Polites. Uh, you know he's had all his, his classes on that, and he's he's starting a UFO class now, and uh, so that's interesting. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yep, the UFO uh, classes. Um, I've started reading. I'm halfway through his Montana book, Missing Four One One Montana. Pretty cool stuff. Um, also, what I might get, he's got like a DVD. Or CD of like all these really oddball stories of Bigfoot and mysterious happenings in the woods. Like just a whole bunch of like this. Some guy published all these all these articles throughout the years of all these happenings, and it's like oh, that would be kind of cool to have, just to kind of get this like super huge source of stories to to read and investigate. And, yeah, you know. Who knows? Maybe I'll do a little YouTube video on one of them. Maybe draw a little storyboard on one of them and do a, a narration on it or something. Who knows? Um, yeah. Um, there's a YouTuber called Bob uh, Bob Gim- Bob Gimlin, mm-hmm. where he does that. He does like these Bigfoot stories, and he'll have some illustrator uh, do pictures while he talks about it. It's pretty cool. Um, so. Yeah, but anyway, that's uh, – I haven't seen anything, nothing in the sky yet, uh, but I'm sure I will eventually again. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm still unsure about David Greer, you know, in in, in the app. Yeah. And call, you know, and, and calling out, contacting the aliens that way. Like, I see, I don't know. It's like – I'm sure something happens that I know something happens because you told me, but I don't know if I want to kind of, I don't know if I want them to know where I'm at, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's, I kind of want an intention yeah. thing. It's like when you give your, when you give consent, mm-hmm. cause you don't know what they are or what it is. So it's, you don't know what it is. I'm not going to yeah. say you don't know who they are. You don't know what it is. Yeah. And I could see that it could easily just be, you get the app, it's connected mm-hmm. to some satellite system, 
And as soon as you start playing with it, the nearest satellite's going to start flashing. It's not that complicated. It, it seems like it could be easy tech for like, mm-hmm. you know, some uh, black ops project to get people yeah. thinking that there's they're making contact. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it could be total bogus. That's all I'm saying. Easy mm-hmm. to do because it's always the same kind of contact or the same kind of uh, uh, events happen to me. You, you, you do the app, you do the meditation, you listen to the tones, and then you see a couple flashes in the sky. And you're like, okay, that was, that was it. One time I was with like f- four people total, including me. Mm-hmm. And uh, three of us saw it. We saw it flash on, flash off, flash on, flash off. And we, we were like, all right, we all saw it. That, there it was, but it's just like maybe the app just told the thing up there to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Huh. But I don't know. Maybe it was something. Well, you told me that didn't – or it's just a separate story that you were driving and you like some kind of orb went past you. No, that was my cousin. Your cousin. Okay. After I was telling him about it at my house – he came over to hang out and I was telling him about it Yeah, and we listened to the tones and he said when he thought it was just like, you know, BS. And uh, when he was driving home, he said a light ball went flying past his car on the highway. (laughs) That's so wild. That's so wild. Yep. Man. Super wild. And yeah. I, I could have swore that when we were when we were listening to it outside, I saw little green orbs in the trees, like li- very small ones. Ugh. Yeah, That's just spooky. little little ones, like just little like fight. They could have been fireflies. That's what it looked like. Yeah, could have been, but we were in the city. I don't think you fireflies mm-hmm. need like cleanly environment. How big were the little orbs? Or I mean, they were like, they were like, just bright little. Imagine a little, uh, like half. Uh, imagine a tiny little um, Christmas light, like a green Christmas light. You know, there's like there's the big ones that are like an inch long. Yeah, the old school ones, and then there's like the little ones. That are just really small. Now cut that little one in half. It was like that. Oh, so those are. They're bright enough, though, that you could see them from the road. No, we were in the driveway and it was like in the driveway. Probably. Okay. It probably got the sun went down probably an hour ago the, before. So it was mm-hmm. still a little light out. Yeah. One time. <laughs> My roommate and I, we uh, we saw something in the sky, and we freaking fought. We just walked around the block, staring at it, making a big deal about it. And then finally, we l- opened one of those apps and realized mm-hmm. it was just it was just Venus. Mm-hmm. But we were like freaking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, some of those planets are pretty bright yeah. at certain times of the year. Yeah, you know, we just had the uh, the great convergence or whatever, and uh, 
those those are pretty bright. I think it was at Venus and Mars or something like that. One of those mm-hmm. two planets um, across from each other. But uh, so weird, though. That now that I talk about that, that the those UFOs kind of were they kind of look like the convergence in the beginning. Yeah. But then they they started to move together and then move parallel to each other side by side and yeah. then move apart. You know. Yeah. So strange. Mm-hmm. So strange. Um yeah. So but anyway, I'm looking forward to uh, finishing the book and maybe getting that uh, that DVD he's got there. And uh, I'd like to read all the books that he's got. That would be badass to get all, just go through them all and see if I can detect anything. Um, put together some kind of pattern he hasn't seen yet. Or uh, um, it's cool in this book. He's got each stories marked off like uh, granite bullet point, um, water bullet point point of separation so you can kind of write them all down and say oh this person got taken around these characteristics you know so something's gonna happen i know some there's gonna be a big revelation man it's gonna get figured out and when 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 it does it's gonna be the biggest thing ever you know it's just a matter of time now that'd be awesome you know yeah, I I don't see this thing dragging on and on and on. It's just it's it's too many um, too many minds are looking at this now. He's he's tearing it. He's breaking it down. I mean that the UFO connection that was a huge one. But uh, and I mean it's only been in the last few years. It's he's made huge leaps in in uh, eliminating um, some things and. Just really pinpointing, yeah. There's no tracks. You know, it's always around these things. Um, what what else can it be? You know, I mean, and he sticks to the facts so much, uh, and he's he's got high integrity. I mean, yeah. I mean, anyone that really disputes him, I'm like, I, I get it that, that you want to dispute him, but it's like he's he, he's done his homework. You know, he knows what he's talking about, you know, so. Um, oh, this is what I want to talk to you about. Um, you know, the FBI agent he was uh, interviewing and the UFO connection? Uh, I think so. I don't. Was it Garcia or something like that? Uh, I don't. I can't remember exactly. Well, anyway, this guy, he did another interview on a, on a show. And he, they're interviewing him about um, the stuff that happened that convinced him there's something else going on. And he said that he was at a military installation and uh, a UFO kind of came over him like he was going to lean in and try to like either pick him up or take him or do something. But then the whole thing disappeared. And he said then he went, they went to question him. The, the the military said, "Well, we got a question. You got to take into the room, and there's going to be some people that question you." And he got sat down, and there's basically some, for lack of a better term, men in black type people, 
and they, they, they question him like, why did this UFO, why did it disappear? What do you know that we don't know? Kind of questioning. And uh, the military guys were like, yeah, it's, it's beyond our control. We have to let you just, we got to let them do their thing. And Dang. it's like, it's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Is and that on YouTube? And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. To me? Yeah. I'll send you the link. Cause it gets really, it gets rabbit hole-ish. I mean, it gets, it's, he's like, he's like, trust me. He's like, there's going to be some things it's already happening. He's like the, the trains that have been derailed. He's like, that's all part of this, uh, of this thing that they're going to keep trying to do this and escalate these things to basically try to take over. He's like, there, it's like a deep state kind of deal that everyone has, that these, everybody has to answer to these guys. And the FBI has to answer to them, and they're not part. He's like they're part of a uh, of a international like the whole. They have jurisdiction over the whole world. These people, so it gets pretty dark and deep and heavy. <laughs> and, it's, uh, and he's like, it's going to get worse before it gets better, kind of a thing. So it's like, uh, I don't know. What to, he's an FBI agent, man. He's he's got the clout, you know. Post it in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. Post it in the show notes because I okay. think people want to hear that. Shout out to Ken Zen. I know he'll be listening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He'll. It's a good one. It's a good interview. Um, I, I don't know what else to say than that. It's, it's getting weirder and weirder. And I think it's going to come out too. I think the whole alien thing i don't think they can contain it for much longer i think we probably only got like a few more years at best before it's like i mean they're already saying that i think i was watching lex what's his name lex freeman or whatever yeah and he had a guy on saying that basically it's either we're never gonna meet any uh ufos we're the only ones here or we're going to and it's like the light hasn't the light from all these things hasn't hit us yet. Yeah. But once it does, once the light starts hitting us from all these different civilizations and different galaxies and, and planets, we'll start seeing them more and more. And, uh, and I think that we, you know, we've had all these people, credible people talk about, you know, a UFOs and aliens and all that, that it's already starting to happen and it's just going to accelerate because the more light's going to hit us, the more the years go on, and it'll get more and more. You know, we won't be able to, we won't be able to avoid it. You know, that's my that's my theory anyway. Um, uh, this, well, at this, least it'll be exciting. Yeah, oh yeah, and um, he also said that there we have our own UFOs that we made that are basically like nut and bolt kind of UFOs, but we're using anti gravity. Uh, with it, along with the real UFOs, where they're not like seams, there's no seams on them, there's no nut and bolts, whatever. It's more of like an organic metal mm -hmm. that and everything. And uh, which, see if it's just us making UFOs, but with the technology, it's still incredible. It's basically it's science fiction than technology that we have. It's right. still incredible. Okay. So it's got to be at least one of those things, which makes it still really wild. <laughs> and we're not living in quite the world we thought we were. 
you know. It's wild either way. Yeah, it's weird, wild stuff, as Johnny Carson would say. Uh, All right. Well, uh, I got to keep it to the strict half hour, Chris. Yeah, I got you. I think you went over a bit. Yeah, I went over. But tonight, especially because we have some time sensitive documents that we got to get signed, scanned, and sent to our lawyer. So I got you. Nothing, nothing bad, but uh, it's just some documents. Um, oh, you can't talk about UFOs on here. I, I should have had you sign a disclaimer. You know, yeah, a waiver. Yeah, <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. Get it done. Get it done. All right. Great talking to you, and thanks for having me on. Yeah, all on right. Thanks for coming mine. on. Happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Yeah, all and right. Please send me that video you're talking. I'm going to look it up right after this. All, all right. right. All right. All right, man. Later later have a good one you too thanks all right all right everybody uh, i'll be wrapping it up here um that was daniel wilson of ddon.life i recommend you check out his podcast it's a lot of fun it's good it's it's a laid back one and it's fairly short um you'll get a good little um nugget of uh life uh, experience and life advice and um, you might learn something you didn't know before. He has, he's got some fun guests on with their personal stories and, um, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of ddon.life and, uh, he can download those on Apple, uh, iTunes. Um, I think that's the, that's the major one and you might find them on some other, um, websites uh podcasting websites um i think he might even be on podbean i think so but anyway uh the truth is out there (laughs) you know i always liked the x files i wasn't super hardcore into it but uh i guess i'm becoming more and more like fox Mulder every day uh and uh you know it's there's a lot it's a show. I, I recommend everybody watch the movie Network. Um, it's a fantastic movie. Uh, Sidney LeMay, I believe, directed that one. Uh, the great Peter Finch, the late great Peter Finch in the in the in pretty much the main role. And it's always a good refresher to let you know that, uh, hey, it's easy to cover up the truth because news is really, it's like a magician. It's putting on a show. They show us what they want to show us and disregard the rest. Uh, I believe that's a lyric in a Billy Joel song. Um, <laughs> uh, I think it's a Billy Joel song. No, I'm Simon and Garfunkel. Sorry. But uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, keep, keep questioning. All right. Pinch yourself once in a while. Let you know yourself. You're let you know that you're alive and uh, be present. Always be aware of your surroundings. Look up. Look up once in a while, like when you're out for a walk, look in the skies, and make sure you see. When you see a plane, be like, "That's a plane." When you see a planet, bright, know that that's a planet. So when you do walk and you do look up again and you do see something that isn't like 
all the other times you've looked up, then you know something's something's up, you know. And uh, as they say at uh, over at the YouTube channel, like uh, how to hunt dot com. Uh, if you see a UFO, then then welcome to the club of no return. Um, because they are out, they're up. If I can like open the door and look up in the sky and see a silver blimp with black, big square windows on the side, hovering above the clouds, there's a good chance you can see a UFO too. Um, I don't think they're trying very hard anymore to hide. Um, but just keep looking up. I think that's the thing. If you're not looking up, if you're not staying curious, um, I, I like looking up at the night sky anyway because it's beautiful and seeing the, the constellations. If anything, do it for that. Have a natural curiosity about your constellations. I got a little... Uh, card wallet i got from ll bean and it's got all the constellations on there and uh i like doing that um and uh you'll be more aware by looking up at the night sky and knowing what's right what's uh and and what isn't right what what is off what doesn't seem if there's a zigzagging orb all right um and there's not you don't see a lot of drones because usually drones people mess with those consistently like you probably you would see if it's somebody messing around with drones probably every other day somebody's messing around with a drone and you could tell oh that's a guy probably has a drone he's messing around with but if it's just once in a great while it's probably doubtful that's a drone not impossible but it's probably doubtful and with that, may you all have long days and pleasant nights. I, I thank you all for listening. Um, thanks, uh, ABC7. Thanks for listening. And the other ones, you're a bunch, just a bunch of letters, so I, I'm not going to say all of that, but thanks for listening. Long days, pleasant nights. This is Hambo. This has been Hambo Live. <laughs>